to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the game Five Clay of podcasting. Did you see that shit today? We'll talk about that in a minute. The Magnum PI podcast and the Captain, the um, you know, the uh. Luke Skywalker of podcasting, maybe, except uh, I don't have a sister to get a little, get freaky with, you know? Thank Christ. Um, shit. First off, before we get into, I'm going had a bit, it was a long weekend this weekend, so I want to give you guys an update on how that, how that all went down. But before, before we get there, uh, Rihanna posted a picture on Instagram today and uh yeah yeah that and that's and it was that good that is that that's top of the fucking totem pole or whatever for today so um hey if you're if you're watching on Instagram right now you're already in the app so go and check out Rihanna's page there Rihanna just got a plug off Instagram because that shit was so hot, bro. Um, oh shit! Hold on one second. My bad. So disorganized today. You know, you know how you get. You come back from a long weekend sometimes, and you're just scattered, bro. So. So that's where I'm at. Um, but yeah, Rihanna, bro. That shit was um, uh, seductive, bro. I almost got on a plane just to see if I could go find her or something. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do about it, but it was tasty, bro, and tasteful. Um, now, now, it was much more tasteful than... Well, I'm, I think I'm out of breath or something, bro. Damn. Much more tasteful than um, the the Instagram thoughts accounts, um, and you know, yeah, she doesn't need to be all like that. So so that's fine. She doesn't need to be twerking and being like naked and being in like a mankini when you're a lady too. Is like that's like a thing that a lot of these thoughts are doing, and it's fine. And um, they're just grinding and they're making mad bread. How are they making mad bread off of Instagram, Clay? Oh, well, Instagram is essentially an escort service. And I'm not even lying to you right now. And they're doing good things like getting rid of the likes and all of that, um, which is dope. And I think it's going to be good for the kids. Um, not comparing likes and all that shit and feeling down on yourself. But um, it's an escort service. So name name, name an Instagram um personality, Instagram model, name it, name one of those big ones. Um, I don't even know their names, but one of the ones that world star like reposts or whatever, name one of them. Cha-ching money making bitch. Give me that fucking cha-ching bruh. Cause that's, that's what they're doing. They're making that bread bro 
off of Instagram. They're just going and they're just fucking just ching 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 a ling. I remember Chingy from um uh Only One Call Away and uh Holiday Inn, remember with Snoop Dogg? Um they're just chingy, bro. They're they're cashing checks. Or they they're getting paid straight cash, bro, because they're escorts, and that's fine. I'm not judging them for it, but I just hope you guys getting thirsty in the DMs and shit. I hope you got deep pockets. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm just letting you guys know that it's gonna be um it's gonna be an expensive date. Um, shout out Rexy P. It's my fucking guy, DJ Rexy. Oh, by the way, I think I saw Rex on um like Instagram or or Snapchat. This week's and um and he, and he was looking real fresh. I think he must have been going to that thing, seeing vines. And I actually was talking to a lawyer on the weekend. She said she was gonna be very busy this week because people was acting a fool at seeing vines. So Rex, I hope you uh I hope you took it easy. I hope you uh I hope you didn't get in any trouble at seeing uh, vines. But my weekend, I didn't go to seeing vines. I I actually we um. Me and Rach, he said no comment. Rexy said no comment. Me and Rach um, went to the football. Crows versus Greater Western Sydney. Australian rules football. Um, and we were in a box, right? Corporate box, okay? Um, There's about 18, 20 of us in there. Uh, and it was all her clients, right? And so I had to socialize with people that I had never met. And I... I'm a bit of a shy guy, bro. So I had to get, I had to get quick into the Dutch courage, you know, and it was bottomless amounts of Dutch courage in the corporate box. So I went and I, um, started sipping on that courage and that was real good. Um, so I was talking to some people, uh, one of these dudes, one of these dudes, um, was, oh shit, what was he? Oh, I, damn, I forgot, but he looked just like Richard Branson, bro. Looked just like him. Um, looked like if Richard Branson stopped working out for a little minute. You know, that's what he looked like. And um, I almost asked him for a loan real quick. And I just remember, I had to remember who I was and where I was. But that was good, bro. So I'm wearing, I'm wearing Adelaide Football Club um, hoodie tonight. And I got this. Actually, actually, uh, when I got back from college playing basketball... I uh I had to come back um and my agent had got me a few um runarounds with AFL teams and the Crows was one of them so they gave me this so shout out to the Crows um I've been a lifelong Crows supporter and um I just didn't think uh well no they didn't actually offer me they didn't offer me a contract cuz that's how garbage I'm at football so um but yeah, I don't play for the Crows, but I've got, this isn't, I don't think you can buy this joint in the merch store. I think this is player's edition and I'm not a player. So I don't really wear it outside of the house. And that's a boring story about the Adelaide Crows. Um, then we stayed at the Mayfair Hotel, which was um, pretty, pretty, I think that was what we would call like uh, upmarket, bruh. Check this out. Bro, what? We went in there. This room wasn't... It was probably about two times as big as my fucking studio here with the fucking soundproof sign. Shout out to Lou Da. 
We got the soundproof sign, bro. You yell at that sign, bro. Nothing's bouncing back at you. Believe that. That shit is soundproof, man. So, so uh, what was I talking about? The Mayfair. Yo, this room, our hotel room was about big. Was about two times the size of this room, and then it had a bathroom as well. Okay, and it was turned, bro. And they just get, we just got free shit, like. But we paid for it. It's all in the price, but they tell you it's free. You know, you pay so much for a fucking hotel room and then they tell you you got a free fucking Kit Kat. But it's like, I, I paid this much for the fucking room. That, I mean, I better not have to pay for the fucking Kit Kat, you know? But they gave us a bottle of wine too, which they said was free, but it wasn't. Um, but then there was two other bottles of wine that if you actually drank them, you would have had to pay more for. I'm like, sitting there like, oh, this is wild, bro. But it was so expensive bro i saw a guy walking his dog bro it was a golden retriever and it was made out of actual gold bro it was the heaviest dog i've ever seen you know like it was fucking it was pricey in there bro yo i once went i once went to breakfast at a uh cafe dude and for two people i spent 50 dollars, and i was like wow that could have been cheaper. And you know what? If I paid that for breakfast at this fucking hotel, I would have been very fucking happy. This shit was so expensive, bruh. I started pulling out my wallet and my wallet started laughing at me, bro. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? You know? Um, I think that's Sean Mullen from back in the day. Shout out to Sean Mullen. Um... And Chris Mullen, the uh, NBA player, his son's name is actually also Sean Mullen, but this is a different Sean. Um, so there's another story for you. Um, yo, so we're in this fucking hotel and we we end up, um, we went out after the footy and all that's fine. Stayed in the hotel and the next day, you know my favorite restaurant in Adelaide is called Golden Boy. And Golden Boy had a, collaboration on with another restaurant slash bar called Sonny's Pizzeria and it was like Asian fusion pizza bro it was some futuristic type shit so I'm um I'm fucking eating pizza that's tasting like Thai food bro and it was blowing minds right so we smashed two pizzas and then we this girl starts talking to me and Rach and she's saying she's trying to ask us what our uh, safe word is and man, I mean, that's a personal question, but also we don't have a safe word because everybody's safe in my bedroom, you know? So there was no safe word happening. And this girl's like, oh, well, we need to make one for you right now. And I'm just like, oh shit, this chick wants to have a threesome. And then she keeps talking about our safe word. And we, I'm just sitting down there like, I'm uncomfortable. Because first of all, I didn't even know this girl. Well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And then Rachel today finds her on Facebook, finds out that I'm a mutual friend with this chick and I've never met her in my life, but then I met her. So now I've met her once in my life and she's worried about what my safe word is and I don't have it. So she's not satisfied. She wants to talk about the safe word. Me and Rachel are standing there like, what the fuck? You know, so... That these are the kind of people that you run into on the Sunday of a long weekend because they're already been, they've been grammed up for three fucking days, bro. You know, so 
this is the kind of shit that we're dealing with. And I, I, I got uncomfortable. I was like, hey, Rach, let's go down the street. We went down to another bar. And you got to then, then you got to say shout out to Matty B because Matty B was the manager at the bar that night. And this is wild. So I see one of my old clients there from two jobs ago. And he was at C and Vines, like I was talking about earlier. And I was talking about how everyone's acting up. And let me tell you this. This guy was grammed up, bruh. And then he's asking me if I know anybody that's going Do I know anybody that's good, got some good cachin, bruh? I was like, well, from what I can see right now, I think you got the best cachin in Adelaide, bruh. And then um, he's like, well, let me know if you get any. I was like, well, I'm not really searching for any right now, you know? Because um, I was like, Everybody was tweaking, dude. So I'm getting a little bit worried about everybody. I'm like keeping my eyes peeled. There was one dude cutting cutting the rug so hard. Um, shout, shout out down under. There was some dude cutting the rug so hard, bro, that I wasn't really sure if he was going to start a fire because his feet was moving, bro. So I'm standing there. I took my phone out for a minute to film him because he, um, he was really killing it. And I was laughing, but like, like not making fun of him because I actually thought he was really good at dancing. So I'm not even like making fun of him, but I was like laughing because I was like excited for the dude. And anyway, he's with like, he's with 10 girls, bro. And he's by himself. And, and, and I'm like to Rachel, I'm like, maybe he's gay. Maybe he's gay because he can dance real good. And he's with only chicks. And I was like, or maybe... He's actually, he's that dude. And maybe it's, maybe he's like Chris Brown's white cousin or something. I don't know. So I see this dude, I'm watching him for a while because I'm kind of nervous that one of his shoes are going to fly off and maybe hit somebody because he is dancing, bruh. So I'm nervous. Um, Cloud, what's up? So I'm getting nervous about this dude's shoes for a minute, like, He's either going to lose one of them or, or burn through the bottom of it. So I'm getting real concerned. All right. So I go up and I ask Matty B. I'm like, I need a double right now. Cause I'm starting to get a little bit anxious about this guy cutting rug real good on the dance floor. Matty B hits me with two doubles. And if you, if you are any good at math, that's a quadruple. So I'm drinking quadruples. I got fucking Chris Brown's cousin on the dance floor about to start a fire with his feet. Then I look over and this girl walks in and she's wearing a leather jacket with a necktie, bro. <laughs> what? And I'm like, you're wearing a, a leather jacket and a necktie? What's up, Jay? And, and I couldn't, I kept looking at her. I couldn't help it. And she had also, and you're not going to believe this. She had a mullet. Okay. So I'm like, okay, clearly a lesbian. And that's no, no offense to lesbians out there, but... Some of y'all look a certain way and it's very obvious that, and it's like, it's like you're advertising that you're a lesbian and that's fine, bro. And sometimes, um, sometimes we advertise what we are. Sometimes when I was a basketball player, all I would wear was Nikes and Jordans, you know, and, and team shorts and hoodies, you know, like everybody knew what I was and now I'm wearing a football hoodie and nobody knows what I am because I'm mixing it up now but this woman was advertising she was a walking billboard for lesbians okay and that's just the way it is and I kept looking at her because her first of all she was 
beautiful, but she just had a she just had a mullet and a necktie on with a leather jacket. She looked like she looked like if um John Wayne was a lesbian. Okay? So she gets off her motorcycle or whatever and she walk she finally walks into the bar and I see I seem to see it all happen. Um and she catches she catches me get a glimpse of her and she's looking at me and then Rachel thinks that she's looking at her and I was like Rachel she's looking at me she's like Clay she's clearly a lesbian and I was like yes that is clear but she wasn't checking you out she caught me looking at her and I was like hey Rachel you go to the toilet and I'll I'll let you know if she even notices you walk by anyway Rachel goes to the toilet like the invisible woman bro <laughs> the the um the lesbian lady didn't even bat an eyelid comes over to me right and i'm like what is happening turns out some song i think it might have been rocket man by elton john was playing and she comes over and she's like are you okay and i was like yeah she's like are you here with anybody i was like yeah my girlfriend just went to the bathroom and she goes oh um because this is a pretty emotional song and i didn't want you to have to sit through this by yourself and i was like um that's really sweet, but I'm cool. And she introduces herself and I couldn't hear what she said. She's like, oh, I'm, well, I'm, I was like, oh, Becky. And she goes, do I look like a Becky? And she pointed to her leather jacket and her necktie and her fucking mullet, bruh. And I was like, nah, you look like a Daniel, bruh. And she laughed at that. She actually thought that was funny. Okay. So she didn't get offended because she was cool. Okay. And I'm cool. All right, just so you know, I'm cool. I'm cool with the, uh, you know, the rainbow flags and all that. It's dope. So I, I called her Daniel and she thought that was funny. And then she told me her real name, Becky. It wasn't Becky. I forgot what her real name was. So as I, as I mentioned earlier, I was drinking them quadruples, bruh. So that's what happened at that club. Then we came home. The boys in Melbourne fucking FaceTime me. Uh, they're in the club, so we couldn't really talk. So I just watched them walking around the club for about three or four or six minutes. Um, they hang up. Probably five minutes later after they hung up, they say, just got kicked out. So I'm like, this is the type of weekend we're talking about. It's, it's a long weekend in Adelaide and also in Melbourne. And when you get grammed up for two or three days straight, this is the type of shit that goes on, you know? So, um, there was also, um, a bigger lady, which, um, you know, you know, earlier in life, I may have referred to as a fat bitch, but not like, that's not what I'm calling her right now. Okay. She's a bigger lady. She's large, right? And she was, Hey, you know, I was drinking them quadruples. She must've been on them octuples, bruh. She was fucking done, bro. Stick a fork in her. She's done. You know, um, she could have been, she could have been hanging out with the boys in Melbourne because they could, she could have got kicked out for sure. What's this say? Paying homage to former Melbsey weekend. And, and that's it. It's, it's, it is Melbsey weekend. The long weekend you go to Melbsey and you get, you get grammed up or whatever you, whatever, whatever happens, happens. You know, sometimes you, you, bro, I was once in Melbourne, dude. And, uh, this, this girl, I was on the balcony having a, having a, you know, cancer stick by accident. And, um, this girl offers me a little, a little bit of, uh, um, some sort of substance that was in her wallet. And I was like, sure. 
Anyway, she she had a taste and I had a taste and she started vomiting, bro. And I started panicking. I start running because I'm like, hey, Shao. And that's Shao's one of my boys' uh, nicknames. Shao, come with me. We got to go to the toilet. We got to get rid of this from my belly because she's dying. Anyway, we run to the bathroom, right? And what in and it took what I later found out was about probably 15 seconds. In my mind, it felt like about 30 to 36 hours, bro. That's how long it felt to take us there. Anyway, fingers down the throat, and you you know, you get rid of you get rid of these bad things, these toxins. And um Shao puts his drink up on top of the bathroom stall and it and it falls. And I think that someone threw it in there. So I open the store. I'm like, who the fuck was that? And I'm getting mad at everybody taking pisses, right? And when you're taking a piss, ladies, if you don't know, you're in a, a vulnerable state. You got your whole slab out and someone's yelling at you. What's up, Nate? Someone's yelling at you about you threw a glass that you didn't throw because you're taking a piss. So how could you be throwing shit? You know? Uh, and that's what Melby weekend is. The June long weekend, shit goes on. But um, yeah, I called a lesbian Daniel and she thought it was funny. Um, peace out down under. Um, but that's basically my weekend update. Oh shit, no. So I parked my car at my mum's house, right? Um, and I'm like, well, I'll take an Uber from mum's house into the city and I'll leave my car where it's going to be safe. Oh, okay. Anyway, mom actually was the one that ended up taking us to um, this city, taking me to this city, and then, well, taking me to Rachel's work, picking up Rachel and going to this city. These, are, This is all shit that doesn't matter in a story, and this is how you lose people in a story, is when you talk about things that don't matter in the story. So, anyway... My car's at my mum's house is what I'm trying to tell you. I come back to get my car yesterday and there's a fucking dent in the back of it, bruh. A dent. What? Someone put a fucking dent in my car and didn't leave a note, dude? Man, and my mum doesn't even live on a street with CCTV, dude. So I couldn't even find anybody to track him down and kill him, bruh. Because, bro, I was going to get real Liam Neeson on him, bro. Someone put a dent in my car, dude. I'm now I'm driving. And by the way, my car is about three months old. So I'm going to fuck it. If I ever find out who it was. Is this the podcast recording at the same time? P.S. Fuck that fool. Yeah, the podcast is actually recording. And when I'm finished telling you about my weekend, I'm going to end this. And you actually got 13 bonus minutes because this is... This is actually only Instagram lives only supposed to be 10 minutes, but I'm telling, I'm giving you the whole weekend update before I turn this shit off. And that's, that's basically it with my weekend update. I fucking got a dent that I finished a fantastic weekend with a goddamn dent in my car. And the rest of yesterday I was like fucking depressed on the couch, bro. I watched four movies, dude. So we got some clays reviews to fucking get through. I'm on this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And this is episode 151 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And thanks, um, guys, for watching the Instagram live. But that's it. Um, And you know where to find us. We're Welcome to the Potty on everything. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend because you get a $5 uh, referral bonus to uh, the charity of your choice. Um, So bung bung.
Um, yeah, so that's the Instagram live over and I've actually, I actually went so much overtime just then, but, um, but that's fine, dude. Cause sometimes you got to give the people some bonus, some bonus shit and I, oh, that's cool. Just got a cool little, uh, message. Um, ah, shit, but yeah, dude, that really fucked my uh, whole weekend up getting a dent in my car, man. Um, anyway. Let's uh let's move on here. Um little bit of news. Big Papi from um Ortiz, what's his name? David Ortiz? I better I better source this information. Um Big Papi. Um yeah, David Ortiz. Yeah, that's right. So he got shot in the Dominican Republic in a bar and he's from the Dominican Republic. He's like the best baseball player ever, not ever, but he's the best out of the Dominican Republic by far. Um, and he's much respected. Some dude shot him and there's different stories have come out about it. It was in a bar. Uh, apparently, um, there was a story about him sleeping with like a cop's wife and the cops paid this guy to go shoot him. And all, there's all this wild shit happening. Anyway, this dude that shot him got stomped the fuck out because it's like, it's like they shot a King and this dude. Um, yeah, this dude is beloved, bro. Beloved. So, um, he got stomped out. He's still alive though, but he's not going to be probably for long. And if he is, he's going to get that work in prison, that back door work. He's going to get his back door rearranged. He might get his back door. He might get a doggy door put in his back door. You understand? So, um, yeah, so he got shot at close range too. Um, he's going to survive the Boston Red Sox sent a plane to the Dominican Republic to get him and bring him back to Boston um, which is much love for the Boston Red Sox for that. And also, uh, yeah, it looks like he's going to have to probably, I think they had to remove a piece of his colon, maybe, um, his gallbladder. They like fucked up his insides a little bit, but he is going to be okay. His quality of life moving forward is probably going to be, um, yeah, like not quite as, as much, uh, as good as he'd like, but it could have been worse off. He could have got paralyzed. He could be dead, but fuck that dude that shot Big Poppy, man. And much love to Big Poppy and um, uh, speedy recovery, you know? And speaking of speedy recoveries, bro, game five of the um, NBA finals was on today and the Warriors recovered from a 3-1 deficit to a 3-2 deficit. KD... Uh, what it looks like he had taught, he tore his Achilles in, um, about in the second quarter, which fucking hurts, dude. Um, and then the Toronto fans were cheering for him when he got like cheering that he got injured, which is fucking lame, dude. And if you're a Toronto fan that cheered or if you're a KD hater and you, you were happy about that, um, yeah, go fuck yourself, man. That's not what sports is about. Sports is about competition and and big love dude and um yeah that's some fuck shit if you if you cheered for that if you're happy about someone's um misfortune in that sense um go fuck yourself dude so wish uh KD all the best but you know he uh it looks like probably a torn Achilles dude so he's getting an MRI tomorrow and we'll find out more um and 
people just hate Steph, and yeah, he's light skinned, and um, so am I, and I, so I respect LSN, the light skinned nation, bro. Um, but you can't just be saying something like, um, Steph's not getting it done. He had 31 points and like seven boards and five assists. Um, game tying three, uh, to uh, like, he got, he got it done. I don't know. I actually don't understand how I'm reading tweets saying Steph's not getting it done and shit. And, um, nah, fuck that. Steph's leading them. Steph's leading them, you know? And KD was playing real good before he got injured, but um, he got injured and Steph stepped up and Clay stepped up, you know? And I want a little bit of money on Clay today, so yeah. Nah, but don't talk. Don't be talking shit like that, bruh. Um, what else we got? Oh, yeah, because I also won I won that money off a bet from a betting service that I've subscribed to, bro. Yes. Uh, and I'm not going to name it yet because we're going to get, we're going to get the CEO, the founder, the mastermind behind the service. He's going to be on the show. Um, he's going to be on the show this week. It'll, it'll probably be next week's hump day episode. We'll have him as a guest. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. Cause that's going to be fun times, bro. Um, hold on just a sec. Um, yeah, so that's really, that's really all the news, but, uh, we do have, um, a couple, not as many as we had on the weekend, but we do have some advice that's been, some questions that have been sent in. So hit it, Triple M. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right. So, uh, someone sent this one in. Um, and I guess it's from, I guess it's a response to the advice that I gave on the weekend. So I was just, um, I was talking about how I used to have a chat to my friend when I was with my ex and I used to always call him and be saying like, Oh dude, like, um, I need help with this and I'm feeling like this. And it was all very negative. And then he'd, he'd say shit to me like, why do you want to be with her? And I'd say like, Oh she just makes me so happy or whatever, or some shit, some shit along those lines. And he will be like, well, you just seem stressed and unhappy really. And I guess this person's writing back to, uh, to, to that, which I was talking about, um, on episode 150 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, <clears throat> he said, not sure who needs to hear this, but sometimes it's best to give up. There comes a time when you have to recognize that all someone is bringing to the table is stress and uncertainty. The longer you stay caught up on someone who isn't coming around, the longer you're keeping yourself from someone you deserve. And, um, uh, yeah, so thanks for that, Mac. This person has called themselves Mac. But thank you for that. And, yeah, that's true. And that, and look at where I'm at now, where I was, um, especially if you've uh, you've been traveling through the Welcome to the Pod podcast, you would understand. Um, but, yeah, I went from a probably a toxic situation into a very... Uh, uh, very beautiful situation. Very nice. Very um, healthy and fun and yeah, beautiful man. So it really, it really ain't no problem, you know. So, so thank you, Mac. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Uh, and this person here, um, Sully. Okay, how do I stop falling for every decent, cute-looking girl that's nice to me and gives me attention? Um, well, dude, 
It se- it seems like you're lonely, bro. Sully. Um, seems like you just need a bit of love and you're just sort of trying to find it in anybody that looks good. And sometimes looks can be deceiving, bro. Bro, I've been with a few tens in my life, bro, that, that do this to you. Oh, you know, and that sound is sometimes a sound that happens when your heart breaks, dude. And that's happened to me. Um, so sometimes, sometimes it's not, um, you know, you know, when you're eating a, a dinner or something, and your heart can be bigger than your belly. Um, sometimes that happens in relationships, bro. And you bite off more than you can chew visually, bro. And they treat you like garbage. And all you need to do, dude, is you just wait. You you just wait. And you'll find whoever it is that you're meant to be with. And meant to be with, I don't mean that it's in soulmates. I mean, you're meant to be with anybody that you're with, bro. And sometimes you learn lessons from. And I've learned myself a whole lot of lessons bruh um so i mean if someone's being nice to you it's just weird that you added to that sentence and gives me attention so that to me seems like you um you might have been treated badly before or maybe you even came up with some parents that didn't really pay attention to you and you just like getting paid attention to but maybe you should get your attention in different ways, bro. Maybe you should be really good at a sport or maybe you should be really funny, become a comedian or be good at instruments or something, be a singer. Go get your um, attention in a uh, meaningful and healthy way instead of falling for girls and getting getting that heartbreak. Because that heartbreak, man, you can't die from it, but sometimes you want to, bro. But um, you never should because uh, it's all just lessons, dude. But yeah, don't be jumping at every chance. And the more you do, the, the more chilled you are, bro. Even if you feel like that. Even if you feel like, oh man, this beautiful girl's giving me some attention. I just need to text her. I just need to talk to her. I just need to tell her how much I like her. Don't, bro. Because they always get that. Beautiful women, bro. They always get dudes like just fucking... They, they, they're looking for somebody that sort of is just like, yeah, whatever. They're looking to just sort of, um, you know, be, be treated normal instead of like these fucking angels and shit that, that they kind of get treated like, cause they're not that all the time. Um, but yeah, dude, you, you sound like you might be young or something, but you'll learn, bro. You'll learn in, uh, in time and it'll all fucking start making sense, man. One day, it'll all make sense. Believe that. Because uh, it really just ain't no problem, bro. And uh, and that's the truth. We need that, ain't to no move that ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, we also got... Uh, that's the last... Those are all I got for the um, advice this week. And that's fine. Um, thanks for writing in, uh, Sully and Mac. So we're... Yeah, no one really wants their real names attached to this shit, and that makes sense. But we got some poor posture as well that you guys sent through. Poor posture of the week! Um, this shit makes me sick, bro. And, yeah, not happy about it. Stepmother uses hot electric iron on stepson's face. And who sent this in? Um... That's fuck. Sorry, I just saw all the pictures, guys. Um, no name attached to this one. But um, 
Woman accused of burning stepson's face with an electric iron and the boy's father is accused of doing nothing about it. Um, African name here. Uh, I'm going to say it. I'm going to try and say it so I'm not being disrespectful. Oppo Mulero Elenian shared on Twitter saying, this is Ezekiel Kuti. He stays with dad and stepmother at Awodi on Niren opposite barracks in Lagos. His step mother, I think I'm supposed to say, use hot electric iron on his face. And then there's pictures. And it's fucking heartbreaking. This is a gorgeous kid right here, man. And then they've got the face of the parents. This is the face of the wicked stepmother and the father of Ezekiel who refused to say or do anything about it. The father is a military man. They believe they are above the law. Um, please help save Ezekiel. Say no to child abuse. Um, yeah, this is just so sad, man. And this is poor poetry of the week, which I try to usually make funny, but this shit, this is just unacceptable, man. And some people shouldn't be allowed around kids. And, uh, unfortunately this is in Africa where sometimes, um, sometimes it's just not the same. You don't have social workers taking kids from assholes. Um, and, uh, I wish I could do... I'm going to look into it. All right. I'm going to look into some, I'm going to look into seeing, uh, seeing what we can do about this. Cause that, that's some bullshit. And this kid doesn't need to be around that shit, man. I'm uh yeah. Whoever sent that in, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to see if we can, we can sort some shit out. Uh, but I don't have anything funny to say about that. Um, I'm not impressed with the dad not doing anything. Um, I know you're never supposed to smack a bitch, but um, he should knock that bitch the fuck out for that. This kid's got iron burns all over his face. His cheek looks like a fucking panini press, bruh. And that's not supposed to even be funny. This is what it looks like. And I, feel, I actually feel like I'm getting a bit choked up here. This is this is terrible, bro. And, um, you know, if someone does this to a kid, and it's a, if a woman does this to a kid and you smack the shit out of him, you shouldn't get in any trouble for that. You can't do this to kids. And if a man does this to a kid as well, you should be able to smack the shit out of them. But you can usually sometimes smack the shit out of dudes and not get in trouble, but never women. But this woman deserves to get um get hurt, bro. This kid, this kid's face is, uh, that's some heartbreaking shit, bro. And I actually feel like I'm about to cry. Um, let's move on. Um, now, this one here, I clicked on this um, because it's in CNN and it sounds like fake news. And anyway, I'll explain. Passenger opens plane emergency exit and is mistaking it for toilet. Okay, now um, a, a passenger on UK Pakistan flight at Manchester airport caused severe delays after opening the emergency exit door in an attempt to reach the bathroom while plane was still on the ground. Oh, okay, it was on the ground. So what I was about to say was that you actually, it is physically impossible to open a plane door while it's flying the pressure is too much you you know how like in movies you see people do it and everyone starts flying out the door and shit that actually cannot happen in real life there's too much pressure and um the doors yeah it, it just can't happen so that's why i thought it was fake news but this thing was on the ground and what kind of asshole thinks the exit is a toilet have you ever been on a plane bro or are you a plane version bro you you're plurgeon 
Because you wanted them PVs, bro. Them private vehicles. Them plain virgins. Because the door, the exit actually has big red letters on it that say emergency exit. And the toilet door has a little green thing on it that goes, Dong! actually money make miss. You might even have a fucking sound, sound effect for that shit. Um, there it is. Thank you, Triple M. Thanks for the delay, you asshole. Um, you want to, you want to get fired, bro? Um, yeah, so, yeah, what a, what a fucking idiot, bro, and his posture is terrible, and, um, he needs some sort of ban on, on planes, because delays, delays are the worst at, Rach? Hey? Hello? Hey, honey. I was just telling everybody about our weekend. It's a bloody good weekend. You're not coming in? Alright. Love you. Love you. So yeah, this guy needs a ban on, on flying for sure, dude. Because, um... Just... Just... I, wait, who was letting this dude just do this? My man, Michael Rappaport, would have got up and been like, What the fuck are you doing, bruh? And I probably would have had to. I probably would have been like, yo, 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 bruh, we don't touch the exits. And then he would have said like, and he's foreign for sure. toilet. I would be like, that's the fucking toilet, bruh. Don't touch the fucking exit. You're trying to get fucked up? Touching fucking exits when I'm supposed to be flying. Nah, bruh. So that's how that shit would have went down. Um... But yeah, he needs a ban. He needs like a, a 12 month ban and he needs to, he needs to also be, um, he needs to be educated on what an exit looks like and probably how to read English. Um, and that was racist, but I'm not racist, bro, unless you are, you know what I'm talking about? Um, shit, man, let's finish this off with some closed reviews if we can. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Yeah, bro, so... Um... It's Clay's Reviews. I watched, like I said earlier in the 151st episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, um... I watched four movies yesterday uh, while I was on the couch, upset about my fucking car, bruh. So, first movie we watched is new on Netflix. It's called Always Be My Maybe. Um, and I forget the guy's name, surname Parks. Um, how about you look it up, Clay, instead of, uh, you know, being the worst movie reviewer of all time. Even though I'm actually the best and borderline fucking famous for it. Um... Always be my maybe. Randall Park and Ali Wong. Uh, Ali Wong is also a stand-up comedian. She's got two specials on Netflix and she's pregnant in both of them. So I'm not sure if she only writes jokes when she's pregnant. Or maybe she writes jokes in between pregnancies and then only films specials when she's pregnant. How about that? Anyway, how about that? Um, Always be my maybe. Rom-com. Asian rom-com. And I haven't seen um Crazy Rich Asians yet. So, so uh... 
I don't have any com point of comparison, but I actually really enjoyed this. And it was really funny and, um, uh, and cute and frustrating. And so, yeah, basically that's the definition of a rom-com. Um, but yeah, man, just, just your typical rom-com, your typical good rom-com. Um, not quite up there with forgetting Sarah Marshall, but definitely a good time, good, uh, date movie, maybe a uh, girlfriend movie, um, Netflix and chill movie. Cause it doesn't matter if you, um, if you start touching each other's private areas, uh, if you miss a little bit of the film, it's really not going to hurt you that much. So, um, yeah, man, you can start, you can get your lips sort of touching, um, Maybe even, you know, you can, you can go beneath the underwear. Sometimes you can go over the shirt type of stuff too when you watch movies. Um, as long as you're, uh, you know, your little sister or some shit's not in the room, you fucking perverts. But apart from that, bro, yeah, you can for sure get down to this movie. Okay. So seven out of 10, um, I enjoyed it and I would, yeah, I'd recommend it for a little date time, little maybe maybe uh some midnight action you know um christopher robin now this isn't a rom-com this is a children's movie about the kid they used to hang out with winnie the pooh who is all grown up now um and winnie the pooh re-enters into his life and um sort of makes him remember what's important because uh, he's so obsessed with his job and he's not hanging out with his wife and his daughter and all that and winnie the pooh makes him remember what's important and it made me kind of sad to watch this because I was like, shit, like I used to use my imagination all the time and I used to like go on adventures and, um, and, 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 and Winnie the Pooh was so cute too, man. And I, I started getting a little bit sad about Trixie because Trixie's starting to get a little bit old, man. She's always, she's in the vet like every three weeks. And, and I was like, what happens when I lose Trixie? Like how sad am I going to be? And I was like, Rach, I need to get more photos with Trixie. Like. And I started to get real depressed about maybe, maybe that day when Trixie, when it comes, you know, I don't want to say it out loud though. Um, and also I'm going to knock wood right now. Um, but it was very cute, man. And it was good, um, visual effects and Ewan McGregor, I think was the star in it. And he, uh, he's a good actor, man. Um, so that's also a seven out of 10. And then I watched the switch, which is an old movie. Um, not super old, but old enough. Um, whatever that ambiguous sentence meant. Um, but, uh, Jason Bateman, who you guys know, I love, uh, Jennifer Aniston, who you guys know, I love and Jeff Goldblum, who is the coolest nigga on the planet. So, um, that's pretty much a recipe for success. Um, but super predictable. I actually, as soon as everything happened, I called it and you can even ask Rachel, even though she's, she's at the grocery store right now getting um getting some ingredients for dinner but you can ask Rachel I called it bro I called everything it was very easy uh, I don't I don't feel like I was a genius for calling it um it was very very easy for me and um some people might even say that it was easy money easy money but uh I would say that it was a 6 out of 10 um very watchable and again I would definitely watch it with uh, a lady um and again uh if you have to if you actually get if your body gets a little bit hard in the middle and you feel like you got to do some over the top of the shirt action or um under the top of the shirt with consent you can you can do that to this movie and you're not going to really miss anything um and then you also got 
this other movie called Something's Gotta Give uh, with Jack uh, Nicholson. Oh, and by the way, what did I watch everything on? Always Be My Maybe was on Netflix. Christopher Robin, I believe, was on Stan. The Switch was on Netflix. And Something's Gotta Give was on Netflix. Jack Nicholson is like a 63-year-old man and he hooks up with 30-year-old girls or younger sometimes, but um, not too young. But he just likes... He just likes girls with smooth skin and perky breasts, probably. So, um, Amanda Peet, who I actually am crushing on real hard at the moment after watching the whole nine yards, she was also in this, but you actually didn't see her, uh, her chesticles in this one, but you saw, um, her mother in the movie's chesticles and she was actually an older woman. Um, but I saw her go fully nude, except she had her hands over her, um, her vagina. Um, but that was, I mean, that was a cute movie. It was very frustrating. And again, oh, Rachel's still here. She's talking so fucking loud. Um, but yeah, that was, that was frustrating, which is the recipe for a rom-com. So Jack Nicholson, by the way, is one of the ultimate stick men in Hollywood. And, um, he was a stick man in this film and it was almost like he was just playing himself, but no, I actually enjoyed the movie and um, uh, it got a 6.5 out of 10, which is a little bit more than the Switch. And you know what that means? You can probably, um, you can probably do a little bit of, uh, you know, some of that, uh, that midnight snacking during this movie. And I'm not talking about food, bro, you know? So... That's, uh, that's my four clays reviews that I watched all in one day yesterday while I was fucking depressed about my car. Um, and this is the welcome to the potty podcast, bro. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for, um, fucking supporting, bro. I love this shit, bro. You don't need, I don't think you guys understand. I have channeled all of my sort of love for basketball and the amount of sort of work I used to put in. I'll put it into this podcast, man. And um, I'm hoping that we can make a difference with this shit. And you know that. So tell a friend to tell a friend. You get a referral bonus to the charity of your choice. Um, you know where to find us. We're welcome to the party on everything. Tag friends in our posts on Instagram or whatever. Um, and we'll try and build this thing up, bro. And uh, what else have we got that I usually say? Um, yeah, we're the most charitable podcast, bro. Rachel's so loud; she's actually like distracting me from this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just sign off now. Um, stay tuned for a few guests that we've got coming up. This is the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, and as always, my bung lords, bung, fuck it, bung. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to